Previously on the Morphin Grid, we start the episode and Rito is blasting the city. The Rangers immediately call their Zords. The Megazord does this sweet, like, jump in the air and then double punch. Rito dies, but doesn't because he turns into a ghost. Yeah. But then he says, he who fights and runs away lives to fight another day. Right. Cut to Vampirus, who hatches. Outside of Ninjor's temple, and he's challenging Ninjor. Well, he's nin- trying to get into the temple, and Ninjor comes out and is like, right. nope. You're a bad guy. You look like knights, but with evil bat wings. But like evil knights. If Oogie Boogie and a knights had a baby, <laughs> it would be you. Uh, he grows via the new crosshair. Crisscross applesauce to make my monster grow. <laughs> Vampires is like, I'll just grow and squash you. And then Ninja was like, I can do that too. Yeah. The rangers back at the command center have everything fixed up. I guess it's been like 20 minutes and Billy's got, just got down in there. They see Vampiris attacking the temple. Oh no, this is terrible. You did. You jinxed me. I am the king of jinxes. <laughs> but th- and then it cuts to Vamp- Vampiris, who's like, "Yeah, you're in my world now, sucker." And it cuts back to Ninja, who's face down on the face ground. Down. Explain how Ninja morphs. His pants fall down. Then he just like kind of beats up Vampiris, I guess. And then they do the fucking double punch. Oh, we get Balkan Skull's graduation from the Angel Grove Junior Police Patrol. I did not think it was just. The end of the story right? arc. Everyone gives him a big round of applause. It's really, it's a really nice moment because now Bulk and Skull are definitely just their friends. Hey everybody, welcome to the Warrior Grid. I'm Josh. I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode 120, season three, episode eight, I think. Yep. A brush with destiny. That is correct. All right. It aired September 18th, 1995. Written by. Okay, I'm going to say this name, and I'm, I think I'm wrong. Gillies Wheeler? Giles. I, it's spelt like Giles, but with one extra L. So I don't know how that changes the topographical makeup of it's the word. It's probably still the same, because you can spell I'm gonna Matthew say, with one or two I'm going to say Heels. <laughs> uh, oh, and, heel! And directed by the Wink, Terrence H. Winkless. So finally, in season three, there's no Shook and Shell I know, for the first eight time. eight episodes to get there. Lordy. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, then we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it. You can follow along if you have Netflix or DVDs, and I encourage you to do so, because our jokes get exponentially funnier. Actually, that might not be true. Probably. I don't know. I mean, at least you'll know exactly what we're referencing when I say, like, oh, that thing, he looks like a this, and you'll be like, I know that. Um, <laughs> he does look like that, or he does not look like that. Before we go watch the episode, though, I, I was on Twitter, like I am constantly, and Sean was like, I have a headcanon for you. Ninjor is affecting that voice. That's not his real voice. That's the voice he puts on when six teenagers burst <laughs> into his home, when six busybodies walk into his house. Choosing not to believe that, Sean. I like it. I like that he's like, oh, these guys the want to mess? The only way I'm going to be real the annoying. The only way I accept that is if Dulcia is in the ninja armor. That would make sense. It's bringing the, it's Mary's the headcanons. I accept only that term. <laughs> that one specific term. Also, Ross Butler, who coined the phrase grenade, is on board with crisscross applesauce making my monster grow. All right. So. It's in. So good. It's a lock. <laughs> it's Deal? Hit the button on deal on that one? I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah. because if you don't make a deal, then you slam the little box on it. After you do Power Rangers karate arms. You point up at the banker's box and you go, no deal, sir! <laughs> Cut a promo on him. And then you, like, gently... I wish they would just, like, gently, like, boop. But they don't do that. <laughs> no. Anyway, hey, you want to go watch an episode of Power Rangers?
Yes. It's Morphin Time! We're back. We just watched Brush with Destiny, and it is it is wacky. <laughs> There's no parts. I was waiting for you to say part I'm something. I'm so but there used isn't to any. it that I thought I might for a second, <laughs> and so I just didn't say anything. It's wacky. There's some wacky stuff. This uh, has my vote for wackiest episode of season three for a lot of little reasons that we will talk about when we get there. Before it, we do, while watching it, it did not seem any extra wacky to me. There's a lot of under. Under the surface stuff that makes it just bananas to me. We'll talk about it. All it's right. it's right up front. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. If you want to email us, and it doesn't seem like you do, guys, guys, <laughs> guys, don't make me email us. Oh no, <laughs> maybe do that. That doesn't that doesn't make you look like a jerk. No, <laughs> no one would know about you unless you said it. Right, because I don't check this an is email. From J uh, Hosh Kneeholes. <laughs> <laughs> I just died by accident. <laughs> You guys did, made me do this. Did you ever went fast, <laughs> Josh Neils? <laughs> Littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com is that email address, <laughs> in case you were wondering. We're on Twitter at MorphinGrid. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheMorphinGrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating and review on either of those places, I haven't checked iTunes. I think our latest one is still Josh. So if you want to... If you want to at least did try. Ever, did that ever post? Yeah, I didn't check. It did. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, so if you want to like kind of bury the shame that is us trying to get off thirteen unlucky ones, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and leave us a review there. And if you're from Stitcher, tweet us or email us to say hi because like I, I looked at the feed burner numbers and it was a lot higher. So I think think Stitcher is positively affecting us. So I'm cool with that. Oh right, one last thing. So the the Power Ranger comic book one pages. Uh, Gary sent us a link on Facebook. Um, each one is just the Megazord getting its stuff in on Goldar. <laughs> <laughs> I did not read them. I just I looked through them because the art isn't terrible. It looked fine from I, what I saw. I kind of like it. It's uh, it's in a weird kind of like not cartoony, but it's a very comic book looking art style, which I think works for it. Um, Being a comic I, book. But here's the problem: there are no people. So we don't see a single face of a human person. That is the litmus test right. for me is like how well do your faces translate? Because like, look, if you – this is Kimberly and it's not <laughs> – come on. You should know better. Anyway, let's talk about Power Rangers. It's an episode. We've been talking about Power Rangers. Right. We constantly talk about Power Rangers. Let's talk about, the, this let's talk about this Power Ranger. Okay. We start off with Ish and Tommy hmm. coming in to the juice bar together. Hmm. Wonder what's going on there. Ish. By the way, no, I'm gonna save that joke for later. So they come in. Kim is staring at a painting. She is zoned all the She's way out. Standing behind, like you remember how Helga Pataki had a uh, gum Arnold. Yes. It looks kind of like that. Did it's a weird like Egyptian head that <laughs> looks like it's made out of chewed gum. <laughs> oh. So because there's some kind of art exhibit in. The youth center. Yeah, it today? Said, it says like in the beginning, there's like a some some police officers walking by with something that says like Angel Grove Police Art Show or something like that, or like Police Box Art Show. Maybe it didn't say that, and my brain's just like, hey, that's what it said. Don't worry about it. That's not weird. I didn't even see that. That's not <laughs> weird enough to be out of the ordinary on Power Rangers. 
they're like, hey, what's going on, Kim? You all right? Earth Kim, come back to Earth Kim. And she's like, yeah, sorry, everything's fine. What? <laughs> they're like, you're kind of zoned out. And she's like, yeah, well, I got good news and bad news. What do you want first? And Ish, who is stupid, is like, give me the good news first. I want to <laughs> I want to end this conversation on a down note. And uh, Kimberly obliges her, and she's like, all right, good news is my mom is engaged to a French painter. And now we're going to pause yep. to do the first part of what was Kimberly wearing this episode. She is wearing a tie-dye shirt, tie-dye t-shirt, with her cuffs rolled in. So it's like it's not rolled up to muscle shirt level, but they She's are got just like a pack of cigarettes rolled in there <laughs> or baseball cards. <laughs> <laughs> they did that on an episode of Hey Dude. It's the only thing I remember from Hey Dude, except that one episode we watched for a specially marked box. And then she's got jean shorts and boots on. And I want to point out that if I start typing the word jean, it will correct to jean shorts. <laughs> <laughs> or if I get all the way to K, it will autocorrect to jean skirt. So it knows what I type a lot. It says a lot about you. It does say a lot about me. It says that I write down what Kimberly Hart wears. <laughs> Says a lot about Kim then. On a frequent basis. A lot of jean shorts, a lot of jean skirts. Tried writing skort earlier, and I was like, what is that? I don't even know what that is. It's not a word, you idiot. The bad news is that Kimberly's mom is moving to Paris with this French painter, who we don't get the name of. I'm going to call him Jacques. <laughs> what if Tommy was like, give us the bad news first? And she was like, my mom's going to move us to Paris with a painter. What's the good news? She's marrying him. <laughs> good news, they're engaged. That she would, is engaged with him. There, there is, <laughs> there is no real good way to say that. There's no. You're absolutely right. There's no. There's no way to say that to soften the blow right. that she has to move to Paris. Uh, then we cut to Kimberly that night in bed. What was Kimberly wearing? Part two. She got her jam jams on. And <laughs> she's on the phone with Ish, who's like, she's like worried. She's like, I don't know what this means. Like, how do I be a Power Ranger if I live in France? Because like, we don't have this technology that can tell where we're anywhere in the world. She or the can't universe. get over the mountains. How's no. she gonna get over an ocean? Well, it should. France is the other way. So unless the mountains are on that side, but they wouldn't. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They can teleport, but they're worried about it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, Plus, it's not the only mountain range. Right, Coming there's several France, larger ones need to go over in the some center mountains. of the country, the Appalachia area, named after some mountains, I guess. Isha's like, come to the park tomorrow morning before school, and we'll like figure something out. We'll talk about it. She's like, okay. So then we cut to Kim's dream, and this dream specifically is why I think this is the wackiest episode of season three. It's a good representation of dreams. It feels a lot like a dream. Kimberly, in her jam jams, walking through this smoky jail it's just dark it's, it's like a dark dimension yeah and there's like a column and like some bars near her and we don't really see the bars too much like we we kind of see them as she's walking in but it's not the focus because right now she's like it's a dream and we hear the frenchest man <laughs> who's talking to someone and then kim kind of pokes her head around the corner and she's talking the french man who we saw him earlier with a painting of a mole I feel like we should point that out. It doesn't really look like him. It looks though. a little bit like a pangolin. I said it was an aardvark. It is not an aardvark. So. Uh, and then, <laughs> according to Power Rangers, it's a mole. Right. So we'll have to trust him. 
but it, I don't think moles have, they don't look like, you know, lions a little bit. Anyway, so <laughs> he's talking to her and, and she's like, oh, I can't wait to move to Paris. This is Kim's mom that the French man is talking to. And he's like, well, it doesn't matter because I am a mole monster. Oh. <laughs> and it turns into the rep- like the physical embodiment, the very idea of France. He's a mole wearing, he's got a big paintbrush, he's got a beret, yep. Yep. and he's got, he's got like, like that striped painter's t-shirt yeah. on. He might even have he, some kind of ascot. He does have a red ascot on. He also has some words. Some comic book, like, bang. And one of them, it's, I think it's supposed to say wow, but it looks like it says wom. W-O-M. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like my friend Ric Flair says, wow. Wow. <laughs> uh. And he's, yeah, he's this giant mole monster. And then Kim's like, oh, my God. France is going to kill my mom. And then she turns around because she hears someone saying goodbye, Kimberly. She turns around. She sees the pink ranger wave behind jail bars yep. waving away. And then I don't think she wakes up from this, which is awful. Because then we cut up to Zed and Rita. Right. That's right. And Fitz is like, hey, got you this present. It's a gun. That lets you see people's dreams on Earth is very specific and very well timed. This is a very <laughs> well timed gift, Finster. So they look uh, down at Kim and they're like, "That thing is terrible. Let's go make it." And then we cut to the next day, uh, where Kim is meeting the Rangers in the park. I guess they're studying in the park. Yeah, that sounds like something they would it's do. It's before school. It's. I don't know. Maybe they're practicing karate. <laughs> no, they were definitely at a table with book. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. But Kim walks they're up. They're hanging out. They're weird when they uh, hang what out. What was Kimberly wearing? Part three. By the way, this is a very Kim outfit heavy episode. So what was Kimberly wearing? Part three. She's got jean skorts on. Uh, and then she's got like a jean vest over a pink shirt. And then her boots. Looks good. I like the tiny jean vest look. They're talking about like she's like, oh, if I'm a power ranger, I can't be a power ranger if I live in France. There's rules. <laughs> France won't stand for that. Right. <laughs> Zordon doesn't want a French person on. The yeah, because moving there makes you French automatically. Uh, I guess. As soon as you walk in there, here's your beret. Here's some baguettes. You're French now. <laughs> this is all you eat now is long bread. <laughs> uh, Rachel McAdams in Mean and Girls slugs. style. Yeah, they are. Sure. They're snails. You're right. There's a slight difference. They're less slimy. <laughs> Yeah, she was just eating a whole baguette. She was in that just movie. eating the baguette. Yep. <laughs> uh, that movie's real good. Uh, they and they're like, so what do we do? You know, like, and they say like, should we tell Zordon? And Billy says, oh, Zordon probably already knows <laughs> that you're moving to France. Because Billy gets it. He knows. He sees the Matrix code behind this show. He's like, that guy's got nothing to do. He's watching you right now. He's watching us have this conversation right now and plotting something. Yeah. <laughs> Cut up to Zed and Rita, who are like. Finster, take Rito and some tangos down there, and I call them tangos. I mean to call it the tangos. Takes two to tango. <laughs> take them down there and uh, get this monster out of Kimberly's brain. Huh? Sure. With the dream gun. With the dream gun. She's awake. But, like, the dream is in her. It's still- like, when you have a dream, it stays in you until you have another dream, and she hasn't gone oh. back to sleep yet. <laughs> they should have just sent Babu. Not Babu. Squat. Squat. While she was sleeping. Just, just a whoop. They could have shown a dream cloud above her head in the same special <laughs> effect as the just married <laughs> banner on the end of Serpentera. That is 
Oh, that was bad. <laughs> I forgot about that. And the squat could have been a hypno and just ate it. <laughs> so then uh, they attack. They uh, they morph into their ninja outfits right away, which I don't like. I I like I like the ninja outfits, but I I realized recently that like this means we're never gonna get to just see them fight ever again until Zio. They jump right into the full mask and everything. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know. Like I like it because the Tengas are supposed to be stronger. They are the most fearsome so creatures makes this side of the Mississippi. Like, we can't just fight them as people, right? They don't even try because they couldn't before. But they didn't have powers. There's a give and take. They don't have power until they change form, though. Dude, really? the power is in you right, all along. Right, but it doesn't enhance you until you call on it. I guess. I don't mind that they do this. I just, I I really like them fighting just in their right. civvies, which well, I, you know. It comes back next season. Yeah, so. we'll, get it, we'll get it back soon <laughs> enough. Don't even worry. So then Kim gets hit with something, and she's like, whoa, I'm all blurry. She like, can't see real well. I don't remember what happened. A couple of putties were carrying a really long... Log by putties, just, you mean Tenga? Yep, and they just turned and bonked her in the head. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, did you ever see that video of the guy who's like, I'm going to throw this log, and he throws it, but it spins around, just clobbers him in the back of the head? Yeah, I have seen that. That will be in the episode post because I want to watch it a hundred times. <laughs> so Kim, just get a GIF, and it'll just loop for you. Oh, it's probably a GIF by now. <laughs> I'm going to do some Googs later. So Rito and Finster show up. They, like, Tenga's, like, carry her to a tree and they're like holding her against a tree, and uh, and Rito, who went down with him? Finster. Finster. So Rito goes over to where the tree is. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, Finster, give me, give me the gun. I'm gonna F- shoot this girl." Finster doesn't though. Finster does it himself. He does. Yeah. Rito goes up and is like, "Hey, this start- is a real weird part. It, I don't know why Rito's here. He doesn't seem necessary." Yeah. Um, Here's but- what they should have done. Finster should have shot her. With the dream gun and took her dream, and then Rito could have just like stabbed her in the gut. Stabbed her all the way. Because he has up his the... sword. Yeah, she's pinned to a tree. The other rangers are busy. They're they are being held back by like a legion of Tenga. If the bad guys wanted to win, they would have just killed. They would have. They would have done it by now. Yeah. So. Um. They morph and backslash grid over. So then he goes to like, she gets her hand free or something, and he just like smacks it out of the way and knocks her right. communicator off. That is important for later. Sort of. <laughs> That's a plot device for later. So then they Finster zaps her. They get the, the mole monster, who I am going to call Le Mole. His name is Artist Mole, which is the worst name. <laughs> what is he? He's a mole. What does he do? He's an artist. Oh, he's he's on uh, Love It or List It. Oh, he's Molehead. Oh, he's Artist, artist Mole. mole <laughs> and his professional wife, Professional Mole. <laughs> his professional mole. The mole couple. That fell apart. <laughs> the Mario Brothers yeah. doesn't work all the time. It doesn't work where they're not related. <laughs> then we got two Bulk and Skull who are guarding a painting by being asleep in front of it. And uh, <laughs> they lost it. Painting's gone. Skull's like, or Bulk wakes up first. And he's like, oh, God, we were supposed to be watching this painting. And Skull's like, I thought your snoring was going to scare anyone away, so I wasn't even worried about it. I just took a nap. <laughs> um <laughs> And then uh, Bulk's like, we need to go find this painting or else we're going to be doing push-ups for the rest of our life. At one point, Skull is like, it's just that ugly mold painting. Go yeah. Rid it, so I right? Get, get rid of it. I love Skull in this episode. Skull is doing some good works in, the, in this episode. The way he said we're going to be doing push-ups for the rest of our life, I immediately thought of Bill and Ted, which is, yep. I can't do infinity push-ups, man. What if we do them girly style? <laughs> and you know what? I think I might be able to do infinity girly style push-ups. 
I could probably come close if I had to. If I was in that weird dead death I don't know. Dimension. What number comes before infinity? Uh, eight. <laughs> oh, I can do that. Technically correct. <laughs> All you got to do is wait until he turns around. Right? And then you death. run into your own personal hell. Yeah. Which mine... <laughs> you kiss your grandma. <laughs> or fight the Easter Bunny. Mine would probably be... There's too many. It's too many to pick. Airport traffic when you're like a little bit late. <laughs> but it's airport traffic forever. And the radio says there wouldn't be any traffic because it's a hell radio. Ooh. No, I think mine would be I'm stuck in water that ripples over my nose, but something's holding my foot underneath. That sounds terrible. I got a <laughs> so little. So you can get a quick breath every once in a while, but never enough to feel safe. <laughs> that. That would be terrible. That's probably my personal help. God, that's a, that's a bad thought. I gotta get it. Uh, <laughs> we cut to the school where Bulk and Skull are like going to look for the um, the painting. Bulk has his leather jacket and his punk gloves on because it's business time. He's, he's going to find this painting. He's going to beat up whoever right. took it. <laughs> I really like this. I don't know why. I just I really like that he's like he's taking this seriously. Yeah. Like. When you look at him, you're like, oh, he's just being a punker again. Yeah. He's not taking it seriously. But he's got but his he's, uniform on he's under He's taking it. it seriously like the only way he knows how. Yeah. I really like this. They they run into um, Billy and Adam, and they're like, hey, why are you guys in such a hurry? And Bulk's like, I can't tell you. It's police business. And Skull and says. Skull immediately <laughs> tells them. <laughs> Someone stole a painting. And he's like, Skull, <laughs> can't say that. And he's like, why not? Who cares? <laughs> and then Bulk's like, all right, but you didn't hear it from us. And Skull's like, yeah, they did. They just heard it from me right now. <laughs> Adam and Billy are just staring and at And they them. don't say a thing after what's wrong, guys. It's, they're just like, okay, thanks. They bump into the rest of the, uh, the the guys, except for Kim. She's They say like she's doing something with her uncle later. I guess this is when that was. Like She, was, she met her uncle for a minute or whatever. Like during school hours, this is bef- this is the same clothes. So this is between when they were in the park and now. And also, Bulk and Skull were watching a painting overnight. They are they are children. They right? are they are not adults. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. I don't know. Or they just like fell asleep. Their parents like really don't care, which is just kind of sad. Anyway, this is this is I I almost made the joke earlier. I'm gonna make it now. Ish is in three LW. She is in the band Three Little Women. From the 90s. She, like, I'm going to get a picture for the episode. Okay. But, like, guys, trust Well, Karen me. Ashley was in a girl band at some point. Was she? Yeah. It was not 3LW. Well, no. <laughs> but she did do girl band stuff. Okay, well, this is that era and starts today. I guess. Because, like, look, you've seen this outfit on a 3LW or a Destiny's Child. On a Three Little Woman. <laughs> In a music video. Like, you have to. Like, yeah. Like, something very similar to this. Zordon, like, calls them on the communicator, and so they, like, kind of duck over into a classroom. They don't check. Like, if anyone's yeah, in there. Yeah, they just jump, like, backwards in. Yeah, they're they're still basically in the hallway. So there's, like, a whole class in there just, like, watching them. <laughs> Talk to Zordon and then teleport away. And they're like, wait a minute. Zordon's like, come to the, communica- the communicator. Come to the command center right now. And they're like, all right. And they teleport away. They don't even, like, bother finding Kim. Kim, like, walks by right after this. Yeah. And she's like, hey, I thought I saw him a second ago. Guys, where'd you go? I'll just call Zordon. Oh, no, my communicator's gone. Uh Uh-oh. She's like, all right, I'll retrace my steps. I'll go find my communicator. So she leaves to do that. Can we go to the command center? Go to the command center, Here's what I would have liked. 
Zoro was like, I need you all here now. So he teleports all of them in, right? So the five drop in, and then just Kim's communicator plops in behind them. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> but then you wouldn't have been able to get a hold of Kimberly. I mean, they could have. Here's what you do. Find her on the viewing globe. Zordon knows where she is. Because they can talk through the viewing globe. And then just send Tommy there yeah. to get her. <laughs> right? Because sometimes they can talk through it. But, like, I wonder if they're just, like, staring at nothing and, like, it's going through the communicator. I don't know. know. Who knows? Ninjor was facing away from the hard camera. Right. So who knows how the viewing globe works? Who even knows? I'll tell you who did not know. The people who made Power Rangers. So... <laughs> They on the on the viewing globe. Speaking of, they show Le Mole, and he is draining color from things and using it for evil. Yep. Well, he says he being Zordon says he drains the color from the world and thus its life force. Yeah. And it shows him draining the color out of like a house. <laughs> right. Which that is house a living thing. Well, not anymore. It's got no color. Yeah. Now it's it. just drab. This gray and blackish house. Ugh. Gross. So they morph, they jump down to fight him. Uh, he blasts them immediately with his uh, his splatoon weapon. He is an inkling. I feel like he could turn into a squid at any time. No, man, he's he, not... just, he just chooses to stay a kid now. No, but he's a mole. <laughs> By the way, they... the, the tag... I do not want to fight this guy in a turf war, that's for sure. The tagline, are you squid or kid, is awesome. <laughs> For a lot, of, it, it hits me in a lot of the right places. So <laughs> Splatoon is the most video game video game that's come out in a long time. Splatoon is if we lived in a world where the Dreamcast won, right? Because I was listening to the soundtrack, and it's like it's like Jet Set or Jet Grind Radio. Take your pick at which one you like. Uh, Jet Jet Grind Radio feature. I'll take that one. Okay, uh, it's like that, but Jet Set just, Radio feature. The first one was Jet Grind Radio. Okay, I was listening to it today on my way home from work. And it just sounds like a video game soundtrack. Yeah. Like, it just does not sound like they... It's not a score. Like, it's not this huge right. orchestral yeah, thing. Yeah, when you listen to, like, Pokemon music, you're like, this is like a score. This is like right. a, the score to a thing. Uh, but when you listen... To, or, or Zelda, you know. But, but this... I've only heard a couple songs, but it's literally like, you're playing a game now! Right. Have some fun! <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It is. It is very awesome. I wish I owned it myself. But I would need a console to play it on. You can get a Wii U... And two games for $300. Where? Target? Yeah. What it's games? Mario 3D World and probably New Super Mario Brothers. You? I don't need both of those. <laughs> well, they're very different. I don't think I need both of those. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the mole blasts them. They get shot back. And they're like, all right, we can beat you. We'll be fine. And Tommy's like, yeah, I'm going to do it by myself. <laughs> yeah, I can beat him. And he's like, he almost shoves them yeah, out of the way. Yeah, he knocks... Two of them out of the way. And he just, went from John Cena to Hulk Hogan in this episode. Yeah, immediately. Like, like because John Cena still level up. is under the veil, at least to himself, that like <laughs> other people are important, even though it's only him. Right. He'll still sell for the first fifteen minutes of the match right. before he turns his damage off. Hulk Hogan's just like, nah, man. No, this is the Hulk Hogan show. <laughs> Hulk Hogan is the only thing in wrestling. <laughs> not the biggest. Not the best. It. it. He's all. He's all of it. So then he jumps. Through La Mole. Like, he... He goes to kick him, but he's made out of paint. Yeah. So he just kind of, like, slooshes through him. It's a real cool thing that we'll talk about more a little bit later. Okay. That the mole is made out of paint. Yeah. Uh, I don't exactly know what you're talking about. Okay. That's fine. I'm excited. I'm excited now. So he jumps through... Like, there's some paint drips coming off of him, which is real cool. Then they summon Ninjor, 
A couple other rangers try to get him first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Billy and Adam. Billy and Adam like, um, jump through. through him, and then Tiki and Isha like didn't work for them. Didn't well, work. We're not gonna try. It's not going to work for us. That's for <laughs> sure. If, if Tommy couldn't, Tiki and Isha. <laughs> no. So then they summon Ninjor, who comes in like a Goku on a cloud. It's not the first time he's done that. He did that last time. That's his Zord summon. Entrance. I didn't even notice it last yeah, time. He surfs on a cloud because he's a ninja. <laughs> Why is the thing? I don't know. Why you is have this? to watch Kaka Ranger to figure it out. It's Kaku Ranger. <laughs> and I was thinking about it. I think next season, because Zio is like kind of more on the same page with the Sentai and that they have diff- the same suits. <laughs> right. Uh, I think I'm going to watch. I think it's it's either King Ranger or O-Ranger. I'm going to watch it. And I'm Zio like, is O-Ranger. Yeah. Um, I think King Ranger is what they call the Gold Ranger in, in that one. I'm not sure. But I'm going to watch it. So I can see what the differences are. This is the thing that I want to do because I really like Zio and I want to see what Japanese Zio is like. <laughs> so they summon Ninja. Ninja goes to like slash him and he just goes right through him as well. And yeah. they're like, do you see what we're dealing with? And he's like, yes, maybe tell me next time. Oh, he's like, Tommy asked him like this two, is- two questions. And I feel like they were both, do you see what we're dealing yeah. with? Because Ninja was like, yes. And then, <laughs> then, but do you see it? And then he's just like, I do. I do. And then, <laughs> He's just, it's prom, right? It is, yeah. <laughs> or, or something. Uh, they get zapped with his brush and get decolorized. Their their color drains yep. out of them. Now, plot hole. Big plot hole. Adam is the Black Ranger. Correct. Right? And we're not going by pigments. Oh, maybe we are because it's ink. But still, that doesn't make sense. Adam doesn't change. He doesn't change. Adam should still be at full. You know what would have been real cool? It should be impossible for him to have his color drained. He's the absence of color. That would have been awesome. That would have been too good for Power Rangers. Because when I watched it on my my last watch through back in 2012, I specifically remember this and having that thought. I think I tweeted that. If you go back to my 2011, 2012 tweets. (laughs) I think I did too. I think independently of each other, we tweeted it. Yeah, because like... He has no color. He's just black and white. No. Tommy has gold on him. Right. So that drains, and like he gets a little grayer. Nothing changes with Adam, because there's a shot later where he goes back. Except his, his blaster, I think. Okay, so he can't use his blaster. Right, so he can't shoot him. He can still just You're punch still him. You're still Adam Park. Right. You're the second best ranger. You should be <laughs> at least tied for the first, but the first one's Tommy Tell Oliver. Oliver. So. <laughs> yeah. That would have been real cool, because like... We cut to Kim, who's walking through a different park, because they're in the park, but she's in a different park. Or a different park. Angel Grove is mostly park. We've gone over this a hundred times, <laughs> but there's a, they need to figure out how much park there is. She finds her communicator because it beeps, and so she hears it, and she's like, oh, thank God, and she's super excited for a second, which is really nice, because like, this is another episode where we got like the two Kims. We got worried, can't do anything. In the five-man band, she's the chick, Kim. <laughs> right. And then in a minute, we will get, should be the Red Ranger, Kim. Should be the Red Ranger, Kim is the only Kim we we should have. That's the only Kimberly that, like, Kim deserves to be. <laughs> so, she's I don't know. Like, I like flustered Kim. I like it, but I feel like it would work a lot it never, better. it never sticks. Like, it's bad when she's like, oh, Tommy, save me. But, like, when she's just panicking because they're like, she can't find her friends and her communicator is now missing. And she's got to move to France. <laughs> she's got to move to France. So she's just like frustrated and kind of yeah. flustered and just like, oh, God, this day. And then there's like – she can just like 
like but as soon level as stuff up, starts yeah, to click, she just rangers like, up. Okay, yeah, gotcha. I, I do like that. The problem is, it's never. Let me let me see if I can figure out how to say this that would make sense because in my head it's fine, but I'm sure when I get it out loud it won't be. When when she is in second flustered, can't do anything by herself, Kim. It never seems like that's just a flustered version of should be the Red Ranger Kim. You know what I mean? No. Like, to me— That's how I definitely saw it this time. She just looked flustered. In this part, but in some other parts of the episode, like, she just gets, like, she's a girl and has emotions. Like, you know, like, she can't control herself. You know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just looking at I think it's a little just you. I don't know. Guys, (laughs) tweet in. (laughs) Uh— See, if, cause if, cause when she's like, where's my communicator? I got, oh, let's retrace some steps. I'll find it. Like, that tracks to be like, to, to right. capable Kim. But like later in the episode, when she's talking to her mom, I'm like, oh, this, the way it's characterized seems different. I don't know. Maybe it seems fine to me. Well, we're just different. We have different opinions <laughs> on Kim, really, is all. Anyway, she finds a communicator. She teleports to the command center, is what we're trying to get at. Um, <laughs> And then she sees the uh, Lamole on mm. the uh, I almost called him Dremel, totally different thing. He's got armpit gas. <laughs> no, this is artist mole. <laughs> artist mole. Realtor flip David flip is flipper flop is condo. That's not how flipper flop works. No, I couldn't think of like an artsy love place to live. I meant lover list. <laughs> I'm just H- always thinking about flipper flop. It's a it's a black hole. It is a black <laughs> hole. And, and she's like, okay, that's the thing for my dream. And she's immediately mad about it, and I love that. I love. She's like, "Why is this thing outside of my head?" Zordon's like, "Oh, we just figured it was from a stolen painting." Yeah, they said like the ranger stuff was from a painting, and so maybe they said that earlier. They when they were in the command center, I think they I missed set it, up a lot of like, "What's the monster going to be this time?" Because right. it could have been that bubblegum head that Kim was just standing behind that was yeah. definitely in like the center of the frame for a minute. Right, could have been made from the painting. Yeah, they made a point to be like, "Hey, that painting got stolen." Yeah, and like previous to this season, if a th- if an object is missing, it's a monster now. Yeah, so like that's really awesome. I really like that they did that. Uh, but no, that's from my dreams. And they're like, "Oh, well, the way to beat it is to conquer your fear." Right, Zordon's like, "Oh, they must have a dream gun." They had a dream gun, <laughs> by which he means I saw them do this I saw, earlier. I and saw I, them pin you with dreams. And I your didn't dreams. tell you. To I was build. a little surprised and kind of disappointed when Rito didn't just stab you in the chest. <laughs> didn't cut you in twain a long ways. <laughs> didn't cut you in half hot dog style. Um, From the bottom up, that'd be the worst. That would be terrible. It's getting a little blue. We need to come back. <laughs> come back. <laughs> Too deep. Too deep. Uh, so they're like, can you get over your fear of the concept of France? The embodiment of France? <laughs> and she's like, I am going to kick that thing to death when I get down there. Uh, which I love. I love yeah. when, when Kim rangers up. I think it's a. I think it's a great time. Uh, she morphs, and then like jumps him, like just straight up, like comes into the fight, punching at him. And does she go through him in the paint? I think so. Cause she gets knocked down. Yeah, she's pinned down. He's, you know, taunting her. Or About to paint an X over her yeah. eyes so she dies for real. Her friends are like, oh, "But Kim, we're dying. Oh we God. have no power." And then so she stops. Adam's like, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> He's like, "Don't worry, I just." Want a day? <laughs> just want to take a day. I really liked it if he would have been like, oh, "Oh wait, no, I'm fine. I can do this." And then, like he helped Kim, but I, Kim needed to do it by herself. Right. So I get that. But it would have been real fun to see like them working together. So if you pay close enough attention right now, they could not attack the mole. Right. So Kim blocks the paintbrush. Yeah. And does damage to the paintbrush. So the paintbrush is actually the monster. Is the monster. 
And he's just he just created the mold. Yeah. Out really of paint. Because cool. he taps like his brush to a big old palette of color. Right. And that's how he can drain people's colors. Because that's how it works. He should have a bucket of acetate, but he, whatever. He anyway. should have acid paint. Yeah. And then send them to the dark dimension with his venomous paint. Yes. <laughs> First, it morphs them, demorphs them because a toxin does. Because it's toxic. Um, I think toxic sends them to a direction, to a different dimension. Okay. Venom. Acid or venom. Venomous breath Ven- made them is, is acid. Or that makes them demorph. Acid is freezing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so she attacks the paintbrush, like you said, which is really awesome. And then it's like, oh, and it's like shocked that it got hurt because it's made right. of paint. And she takes out her gun and shoots him to death. <laughs> Kimberly has had enough of his guff yep. and shan't take it anymore. And I love it. Then they get their color back. Um, Ninjora is also drained. I don't know if I mentioned that. Obviously, he was down. Yeah, there. got but, all of them. Um, he wasn't. Even, he could. He was so drained of energy, he couldn't even speak. He didn't do any funny voices the whole time. <laughs> By the way, speaking of funny voices, pretty sure Lamole is Ninjor doing a French accent. Sounds like the same guy in a lot of different places. Look, they already had him in the booth, right? He can do a French accent. Technically, sort of <laughs> like a stereotypical one. Yeah, at the very like least. the way I do a French accent. Right. <laughs> Which sometimes is French-Canadian, but it's very specific to if you're from up north and know what that sounds Doesn't like. Doesn't he say something about a croissant at some point? He does. He's like, I will be, uh, butter you like a croissant. <laughs> maybe he doesn't say butter. That sounds a little uh, different. I don't know. I don't know what he a said. slice, maybe. He definitely, maybe. He definitely says uh, croissant. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you would spell that. C-W-O-S-S-A-N. It's just spelled like croissant. But if, if Chris Claremont in the X-Men comics was writing it out, because he always did phonetic. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, reading Rogue is hilarious. Because <laughs> you know how she sounds in the X-Men cartoon? Yeah. That's how he writes her. <laughs> Comic books. Comics, everybody. Anyway, so they're, they're back. Zed and Reed argue for a second, but then they uh, crisscross applesauce, give a dog a bone. Yep, they can grow it. <laughs> Post-mortem post-mortem monster yeah. growth. I think there's just like paint splatter all over the ground, and they turn that into a giant lemol. Sure. I think that's what they do. Because they can attack him when he's giant. So like right. the paint effect is different now. So like, instead of just growing the brush, they grew they turned it into a whole monster yeah. and grew that. Because he had already been right. blown up. So then they uh they get in their zords. Uh confession time. Okay. Okay. I really, really like this Megazord. It's awesome, right? Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I think everything works real well, and I think a lot of that is because it's not like Red Ranger is the center. Right. Like, because that's what we got them for the last two Zords. But, like, this one and the next one are, like, no, it's just a part of it. And that's cool. Yeah. Like, it's teamwork, right? But, yeah, it's an awesome Zord. It's real fun to play with, too. So. Yeah, he just looks really cool. Yeah. And I like I was let down from original Megazord to Thunder Megazord. So I don't really like the Thunder Megazord. I think it looks cool, but I, I it don't looks think it fine, lo- it's, but it, it doesn't look like an upgrade to it me. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. But this one looks cool. Yeah, for sure. Plus he's got like a wolf arm, frog legs. I'm into all of this. Right. This is all cool stuff. A bear head on a shell. Yeah, his finishing move that Oh, it's real cool. Falcon double punch. Uh they call Ninjor. He morphs, drops his pants, <laughs> he drops Stroud and Morph. <laughs> and then uh they Falcon double punch him, taken care of. Uh, Nidor attacks him once to, like, set up the Falcon double punch. Right, stagger him yeah. a little bit. Cut to Zed and Rita on the moon. They are arguing because they both refuse to accept blame. 
Oddly enough, they don't blame Finster, so that's cool. Back when Finster gave them the gun, he gave it to Rita. Yeah. And Rita was like, oh, a gift. This is great. Looks Zed in the eyes or in the visor. <laughs> Where his eyes like, ought to be. You never give me anything but a headache. <laughs> <laughs> Everything gives you a headache. You might have a tumor. Or she just needs to chill. Maybe she just needs to be cool. Yeah. Just be cool. She only gets a headache when she loses, which is all the time. That is constantly. So if she so. won, she would be fine. So I don't think it's a tumor. <laughs> I don't know. Might also be a tumor. Who knows? Just self-imposed stress. Probably. Maybe a tumor. She seems very stressed <laughs> out. But anyway, we cut back to – oh, before we do, she's like, I'm going to beat you like a New York rare she steak. Says, she's basically, you're a jerk, you New York rare steak. You can get and a rare – And he's like, you're a hot dog. <laughs> 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 then it cuts away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the best comeback. <laughs> I'm going to start using that when we're not talking about beef. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a hot dog. Stop being such a hot dog, would you? <laughs> I like calling people a walnut because <laughs> I feel like that's a good way to say it. sounds like something an old person Yeah, would say. I think it's a good way to say you're an idiot without being like you're an idiot. Like, what are you doing, you walnut? <laughs> but we come back down to the Rangers, uh, or actually Balkan Skull. They come into the youth center and they see the painting and they're like stop right there Frenchy pants and then Skull's like yeah don't even breathe <laughs> you are in big trouble you're under arrest for stealing that painting and he's like I painted this painting the frame was loose so I took it back to my workshop I'll fix it up there and I'll bring, and I'll it, bring back it back here, here. I, I like that we got to the same place and they're like you get a pass. <laughs> Give you a warning. And, <laughs> and they walk away. You're uh, not going to jail, mister. <laughs> Congratulations. You are unarrested. Uh, I'm gonna, I've am i been calling him Jacques in my head because he just does not get He's a name. French artist. Yeah. Jacques Jacques Chaloc. That's, <laughs> that's a lumberjack name from Canada that my dad says. I don't know if it's a real thing, but my dad has made that joke literally as long as I can remember. <laughs> Jacques Jacques Chaloc from the Frozen Nort. <laughs> Okay. Uh, he's come to get the beaver for I it. Damn, not the damn river him. <laughs> I think that is a your dad thing. <laughs> that might exclusively be a my dad thing. <laughs> anyway, Kimberly comes in. What was Kimberly wearing? Part the, la- the latest. I think four, maybe five. She's wearing like a brown and pink. I'm going to call it a frock. It's like a dress that's short. Right. Like it's like a long shirt tank top thing. It's uh. I think she's worn it before, um, and then she's got jean shorts on and the boots again because those boots are like just what she's doing. Made this for week. walking. Yeah, they are. They are gonna walk all over <laughs> you specifically, specifically me. <laughs> so then she confronts her parents and she's like, "Mom, I have a confession to make." Her mom's like, "What, well, Kimberly?" She's like, "I don't move to France. I got a whole school thing, and I got yeah." And she's like, goes off and and she's like. Her mom's like, I'm not going to finish school here. I'm a Power Ranger. I'm going to lose all my friends. <laughs> you lose all my friends. I got to learn French. I don't know French. How am I going to learn French? I have to live exclusively on baguettes. I can't do that. I'm a growing girl. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to throw up. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Your word vomit's going to talk into act, turn into actual vomit. By the way, we watched Mean Girls last night, in case anyone was wondering. So then um, she's like, okay, all right, let me, let me calm down for a second. And she's like, is this how you feel? Why didn't you tell us? And she's like, I didn't want to ruin everything because if you'll recall, Kim's parents are divorced. Obviously, her mom's right. getting remarried. And in the episode where that is introduced, that was a huge point of contention. That, like she thought that she was the cause of it. 
And so even though her parents were like, no, it's not you. We just grew apart. It happens. Right. Kim still feels that way, which is not said, but is there. Right. Which is awesome. Like that, that there is a character trait that they are moving forward and evolving to match what the character is in. That is something that Power Rangers does not do often enough. Only with Bulk and Skull. Only exclusively with Bulk and Skull. <laughs> By the way, I reblogged a gift set of them through the years, and it gets to – it's like punks or it's like bullies, uh, policemen, detective – Scientists, monkeys, heroes. It skips monkeys. It skips monkeys. It skips, and it goes heroes. And there's one from way later in the series. And but it gets to heroes. And it's I super l- samurai. I think. Yeah. And it's... I literally got a little overclubbed from it because that <laughs> is my favorite scene in all of Power Rangers. It's amazing. It's in. We'll get to it in several years. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyway, so then Ish comes up with her parents. Also, Ish's parents are color coordinated to Ish. They are also Yellow Rangers. Kim's mom is matching Kim. Jacques is in whatever Jacques's going where. <laughs> Jacques doing Jacques. Jacques doing Jacques. You know how the French do. And Isha's like, hey, I've been talking with my parents, and we have a solution. Do you want to move in with us for the rest of the school year? And Kimberly's like, is that allowed? <laughs> and then Kim's mom is like, we don't want to impose. And they're like, it would not be an imposition. We like Kimberly. Right. Aisha is very passionate about this <laughs> aisha has thought they were best friends since the day after they met since the day after even though she should be best friends with adam whatever it's fine it's fine <laughs> but yeah so i can't like go shopping with adam though you're right adam doesn't want to go shopping no adam goes buying he wants to read a book and practice karate yeah. <laughs> if adam goes to the mall it's because he has to get a thing at right. the mall <laughs> and he goes and he gets it and he leaves and that's it <laughs> but then kim's like all right you can stay. You can finish up the school year here. And then Jacques is like, and if you change your mind, you can come to France. Well, Kim, like, word vomits again real quick. She's like, oh, God, I'm so excited. I'll finish the school year. Then I'll move to France. It's going to be great. <laughs> Spoilers. I don't know if she makes it to France. This might be a plot hole. So everything is resolved and everything's happy. Kim gets to stay. She's got to live with each, but... But they like each other. I think she's warmed up to each now that she knows that Trini isn't coming back. Right. She hasn't written. She hasn't called. She hasn't write. So, uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. And then for the outtakes, we get – it's not an outtake. It's a scene that didn't make the episode, which is another good use of this time. It's just uh, Lieutenant Angle being like, if you mess this up, I will make you do push-ups forever. (laughs) (laughs) Which is nice because when Bulgasol came into this episode, they were sleeping in front of a painting. So, like, this is the – set up to that right which i like because like you get that it's not like whoa why are they going back in time yeah it's not like jarring or anything i really i, I really like the it's way like we cut this for time but we found a way to sneak yeah. it in but here it is in case you were wondering why they were sleeping just a little bit of backstory yeah. so that's cool that's the end of the episode yep final thoughts uh this episode is really good i really liked it it, it I did does too. a really good job setting up its own climax Instead of just like, yeah, because it follows the formula, but like a story would, right? Yeah, it follows the formula, but instead of just not doing anything in the in between spaces, right. they actually plug in some variables that like matter throughout the episode, which is nice. So far, season three is on track to be way better than season two. Oh, for sure. Uh, I really like, like I said, th- I think this is the wackiest episode on a metaphysical level because Kimberly literally is so afraid of the very idea of France that all the parts of France that you think of turn into a monster in her brain. Oh, you don't like France, don't you? <laughs> Do you? 
You don't like France, eh? I want to make France a monster. Yeah, and like, I also like that Kimberly's nightmares are monster based because that's her waking life too. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really good episode. I thought it was, I thought it was a really good episode. Morphingrid.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher if you want to leave us a rating interview in either of those places. Helps us out a lot. And also tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your, do that. Tell your enemies. Word of mouth is the best way to advertise. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we spend zero dollars. Stand on your rooftops and yell out morphingrid.tumblr.com is our <laughs> website. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard it so many times. You can do it just as much as I can. You, the listener. I know Josh could. You, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, no, maybe you I'm black out during it. Falling apart. <laughs> anyway, I don't know yeah. where we go after the website. Um, email, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher. Also, we're on YouTube. Legacy episodes are growing up on YouTube. I always forget about yeah. that. They, Hashtag uh, five by Friday. Five by Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, we said five. We said five days a week, but we're changing that to five a week because, like, yeah. sometimes it gets hectic. Last week was a was a cluster f of a week for us. So we this week be- started off good, but then I had to work a couple weird shifts and it threw it off. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But tell your friends. Uh, a lot of you guys have been tweeting about. It. I know uh, Joey. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing the name wrong, Shramowski. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he he said like, "Oh, Morphogrid's so great, I don't like listening to just one. I want to listen to more." And uh, that's I appreciate that. That makes me feel real good. That yeah, that's nice. That these two idiots are so entertaining <laughs> that you would like to hear us again. Well, one and a half idiots. <laughs> I'm the whole idiot. That's what I'm like, <laughs> you choose. That's up to you. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to go from that because I want to be like, no, but I also want to go with the joke. Or both of us are. Three quarters of an idiot. That might be true. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, just uh, spread the word however you can. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you Friday with another episode that I did not see the title of. Neither did I. Uh, I usually look. Yeah. But I didn't this time. Anyway, until then, may, may the, the power protect, protect you. This takes... Give it a second. Sometimes they like to kick right back on. I'm not following for your, your goofs, car.